Welcome, welcome everybody to the Hopping Mad Hillbillies Radio Circus on the Air edition of Hillbilly Hates. <laughs> I'm Boris the Booger, and I would like to present to you the Hopping Mad Hillbilly himself, Mr. Chris Kirk. Good evening, friend. Welcome to the Hoppin' Mad Hillbillies Radio Circus on the Air, Hillbilly Haint Show. I'm your host, Chris Kirk, also known as the Hoppin' Mad Hillbilly. Tonight's uh, tonight's a little more subdued show. Uh, not a whole lot of hooting and hollering here tonight because this is a this is a haint subject that applies to everyone's life, whether they want it to or not, whether they admit it. Or not. Uh, not many people say they saw a Bigfoot. Uh, not everybody says they've seen a UFO, but I assure you, ladies and gentlemen, that everyone in the sound of my voice has had to deal with what we're going to talk about tonight, and that is Satan's frequencies. Frequencies, uh, sound frequencies, radio frequencies, and, and how they... Uh, how they're tuned into things that uh, maybe we want to know what they're transmitting and maybe we don't. We're going to step away here for just a second, sell a little bit of soap, don't you know. should be up on the website if they've got the shipping and stuff on there. And please excuse the shipping charges. That's courtesy of the United States Overpaid Postal Service, which should have been made uh, uh, privatized many years ago. We'll be right back. Are you itching? Are you scratching? Well, friends, I'm the old Hoppin' Mad Hillbilly from Hoppin' Mad Hillbilly Soap Company telling you this very day that it's not only the dry winter air that makes you scratch and dig and dig around on yourself all winter long with that dry skin. Folks, go to hoppinmadhillbilly.com and get hillbilly soap handmade just for you in the Smoky Mountains. Welcome back, everybody. I'm not kidding about that soap. It's the best soap I've ever used. I haven't had that wintry itch this year. It's just so nice. Folks, uh, we're going to be talking tonight about uh, Satan's frequencies and how uh, it's not just Satan's frequencies, but uh, a lot of the frequencies that uh, that just emanate from that place that I, I don't mean to beat a dead horse, but I refer to as the existence outside our Baptist box. Uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna sort of graduate through this topic this evening, and uh, we're gonna end up into uh, some pretty lofty lofty places. But I think by going through this, everyone will understand what I mean by the fact that when I say I should say uh, that everyone will indeed deal with this sometime in their life, whether they know it or not. It's just going to happen. Uh, through a couple of shows, we've discussed here on Hillbilly Haints some fairly esoteric things. Uh, we've talked about some uh, particle physics and, and the fact that they've come across some pretty strange discoveries at these uh, colliders all, all over the world, the Hadrian being the, the one in the news lately. Uh, they've discovered that uh, a, a particle can disappear in one spot and reappear in another. Well... It, that proves that there is indeed some other dimension other than this four-dimensional world that we live in, height, breadth, depth, and time. There's some other place than that. So they've, they've proven that scientifically, and they have repeated that, uh, which is supports it, its study in the, in the true scientific method uh, where they can repeat the, uh, the uh, observation. So... And they get the same results. So we know that at least at particle levels, these things can go somewhere else that we have no idea. Well, as we've spoken about here on the last couple of shows, that place where we have no idea, we do have an idea if we read the Bible. We know that uh, we see now through a glass darkly, as I've said before, and one of these days we'll be able to see over there clearly, but we are not sanctioned to see there. Now, that is not to say we are not to have some form of, of good communication outside the Baptist box because God's over there. Of course, God's everywhere. 
but he's in uh, second heaven. He's outside the Baptist box. Uh, boogers and haints, these things that, that we know, uh, powers and principalities, uh, that's, that's all stuff outside the Baptist box. And as, and as the Lord is very adamant about in the Bible, we're not supposed to communicate outside the Baptist box except directly to him. Well, that brings me to this. What frequencies are we using to communicate with the Lord? I've spoken a time or two about a, a, a lady I used to court back years ago. She's a very smart lady. And uh, she ran, uh, she was a highly trained clinician, and she ran a, an electroencephalograph. And, and we would, she'd wire me up to this thing, and we played with it a lot. And I learned a little bit of difference between the beta and the theta and the delta and all that and the different states of your brain, whether you're agitated or, well, I think I'll leave that there. But, but we, we experimented with this machine, and it was a lot of fun, and I understood by, by what she could show me on the graph that, uh, and this is years ago, folks. This, this is years ago. This is 1980s, early 80s. So this is years ago. But we sort of learned how to, you know, read things on this chart. She's taught me. And uh, uh, it was fun, but I, but I learned then that uh, your brain is not only a, uh, a receiver, but also a transmitter. Uh, ham radio operators refer to that as a transceiver, can transmit and receive out of one mechanism. Uh, we transmit by the fact that uh, when a thought, when, when, when some sense is stimulated, sense of touch, smell, hearing, whatever, uh, stimulated that little sparks start going off. Electronic sparks start going off in our brain, <clears throat> and they reach the point of a certain nerve, like a nerve cell, brain cell, the electrical signal does, and that gives this little chemical pump a little whack with a little voltage, and then that chemical jumps across an empty space, and goes into a receptor on another little cell, which generates an electrical circuit, which keeps the thought process and sends the electrical signal on up the line. It's a really fascinating thing, and I learned a lot about that in those days. Uh, but what is critical about our transceiver is that as we have these thoughts, these electrical pulses can be picked up. Now, there is some technical discussion about uh, as to the distance from which one's brain transceiver can be picked up. Uh, I learned in, in my electrical training that uh, radio signals, and this is sort of technical, but radio signals decrease at the inverse square of the distance. In other words, obviously, the further away you get from the antenna, the the less of that antenna's transmission or signal you're going to receive. So, so there's an argument about just how close. When we were playing with the EEG machine, for example, the antennas have to be put on glue, put glue on them, and stick them down into your under your hair. Make sure it gets real good contact. So obviously, the the signal levels that are coming out of your brain are very low, but they're there. They're radio frequency signals. And they're modulated, which means they have information put on them. Well, in recent technology, folks, it has come to my attention, and actually my wife and I have discussed this over the past 15 years or so, and we knew this would happen eventually, that what technology has brought us to is the ability to read people's brain waves and interpret the modulated information thereon, i.e., read your thoughts, read your mind. Yep, that's where, the, that's where we've uh, landed, folks. So, since your brain is both a transmitter and a receiver, 
a, a radio transmitter and receiver. I'm not speaking of some amorphic, cosmic, ooh-wee-ooh kind of thing. I'm talking about pick up one of your kids' walkie-talkies, mash the button, talk and listen. That's a transceiver. Your brain does the same thing at much lower levels. But it has come to my realization that it's that. It is just that that allows us our ability to communicate outside the Baptist box. Some people see boogers, some people don't. My daddy never saw nothing. Me and mom, my sister, we all see flying saucers and UNFOs and boogers and stuff. Dad never saw anything. But Dad wasn't tuned in. Pop didn't have the frequency, and I'd say he's in heaven right now saying, boy, I'm glad I wasn't tuned in because I don't like being tuned in myself sometimes. I've seen things wished I hadn't seen, heard things wished I hadn't heard. So if we are all transceiver brains, we can all transmit by today's technology Man's technology, not God's or these things outside the Baptist box. Lord knows they can, you know, they're way ahead of our measly technology. But even our technology can receive and interpret your brain waves as representations of your thoughts. Technology can now read your mind. Well, it's scary when you know who's running our country, and oh, by the time you hear this, oh, it'll be a better day. Happy days are here again. Whew. Well, at least we got that. But when we pray, earnestly pray, I don't mean the way most of us pray most of the time, like, amen. Dear Lord, you know, what was it my uncle used to say? Good bread, good meat, good Lord, let's eat. Amen. Most people don't pray the way we should, at least all the time. But when we do pray the way we should, all the time, I've never, I've never uh, hooked up the EEG to my brain and prayed and read the, you know, I should have done that, but. When I was doing that, I wasn't in the praying days. I was in the wilder, the billy goat days when I was doing that. So I wasn't doing a whole lot of praying back in them days, I'm sorry to say. Maybe if I had been, life would have turned out even better. But but when we when we pray, I'm sure, even though I do not have, for this point, clinical evidence, but I'm sure when we pray, our brain goes into a specific brain pattern where i mean you always have alpha beta theta delta you always have all of them but the balances change depending on whether you're conscious or unconscious or semi-conscious or focused or whatever the balances change sometimes it's more alpha if you're dealing like putting together a model car or it's more uh Delta, if you're asleep and there's then your brain pattern. See, it's all, it's all, but they're always there. All of them are there, but they just change in in, in amounts, in varying amounts, uh, in different comparative levels. So, it can be interpreted now. So you know, I mean, what what's our technology compared to what God can do? And people think, well, you know, if I don't say it out loud, God don't know it. Well, God says He knows your heart, and since they found out recently that there are actually brain cells in the heart, which again proves the Bible and disproves a lot of hundred-year science BS we've been told. When God says, speak from the heart, well, <laughs> there's brain cells in your heart muscles. Did you know that? Yeah, they don't tell you stuff anymore, do they? They keep that stuff pretty well under wraps. If it's not congruent with the uh, there is no God Big Bang you know, if it's not congruent with that, you're not going to hear about it unless you listen to this show or, or a few selected folks spread about the media. Most of them, however, are dead. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, oh, uh, who was it that got real close to the truth there? Uh, 
Dr. Carla Turner, she got real close to the truth. She's gone. She had a, I think she had a checkup on Monday at 1, 1 p.m. and she was healthy. And at 2 p.m. she had a terrible cancer. And at 3 p.m. she was dead or something. But, and, uh, you know, old Andrew Breitbart, he got a little too close. He's not with us anymore. But anyway, I, I don't have enough sense to be afraid. I got Jesus in my heart and a colt in my pocket, so I keep telling it like it is until I can't tell it no more. But these characters can read our minds, and that's you know it's really funny. If you're watching porno, if you're involved in a satanic ritual, if you are in any way involved in something or even observing something that is bad. As the window to your soul, quote-unquote, your eyeball, or your ears, or your nose, mostly your eyeballs and your ears, gather this stimuli, and your brain begins to process it, kapow! You're transmitting porno into the world beyond! Maybe uh, if Jesus was alive today and he was a, uh, a satellite TV subscriber, he might not he might not do a whole lot of subscribing into those channels with the big numbers, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Maybe that's why the Bible tells us to keep our thoughts in check so we're not transmitting porno to some little angel over there on the other side sitting over here that was sent here to help us somewhere, and we're just pumping the airwaves into the fifth dimension full of whatever evil that our brain is processing at the time. How about that? Your brain's a transmitter and a receiver. And we're going to talk a little about the receiver when we come back. And as we go through this, you're going to see that there are frequencies we had sure enough better avoid, and that's the satanic frequencies. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Are you itching? Are you scratching? Well, friends, I'm the old Hoppin' Mad Hillbilly from Hoppin' Mad Hillbilly Soap Company telling you this very day that it's not only the dry winter air that makes you scratch and dig and dig around on yourself all winter long with that dry skin. Folks, go to hoppinmadhillbilly.com and get hillbilly soap handmade just for you in the Smoky Mountains. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Chris Kirk. Thanks for tuning in tonight uh, to Hoppin' Mad Hillbilly Radio Circus on the Air. Hillbilly ain't show. I'm also known as the Hoppin' Mad Hillbilly. I'm pretty proud to be known of that. Made a lot of friends on TV and radio and car peddling and knife trading over the years, being known as Hop Mad Hillbilly. So uh, I'd like to thank all my friends for tuning in. I know a lot of our Facebook friends over at uh, Hop Mad Hillbilly on Facebook join us here each week, and I certainly thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for listening to us here on WJFC Radio, 1480 on your dial right here in Jefferson City, Tennessee, at the foothills of the Great Smoky Mountains. Well, folks, tonight we're talking about frequencies of Satan, and not just Satan, but frequencies of, uh, of the other side. And as I've said before, and I'm a pretty staunch believer in this because I have biblical evidence to show this, so that makes it gospel to me, hearty har har, no pun intended. But there is gospel evidence, biblical evidence, that shows that uh, there are good frequencies and there are bad frequencies. And I'll give you an example. Uh, one good frequency, if you remember, in, in uh, oh, was it uh, Samuel? And... David was there, and you know Samuel and David. They, you know, they had some, they had some angst in the family, if you know what I'm saying. So, but for some reason, 
God sent an evil spirit unto, not Samuel, to Saul. And, uh, no, it was Samuel, wasn't it? Wasn't that David's? Yeah, I think that's what it was. I'm, I get those two confused and get my tail messed up. But, yes, it was Samuel. So, uh, so God sends an evil spirit to Samuel. And, uh, well, let me get this straight now. I done messed the name up. I don't want to mess the story up because it's pertinent. Oh, yeah. So he sends, a, sends an evil spirit to him. And somehow David knows that there's something, you know, he don't want him to go all wacky on him and, uh, you know, because they already had trouble. Accused David of trying to kill him and all that stuff. So, uh, so David reaches over and picks up a harp and plays it with his hand. Picks up a harp and plays it with his hand. In other words, he ain't singing or nothing. He ain't beating no bongo drums like, uh, you know, on the clutch cargo. No, none of that. A harp can't be real rhythmical, although I have seen harpo marks burn a harp up. If you think you hate harp music, go to YouTube and look up harpo, buddy. That son of a gun can whip a harp like Van Halen can sing a rock song. I digress. Frequencies, well, you know, this this was this is power. Some frequencies have power, because when David picked that harp up and began to play it with his hand, not singing, no bongo drums or anything, the evil spirit left, could not be there anymore. Gotta go, boys. Evil spirit don't like that kind of music. Can't stand it. There was no command even for the, you know, nobody even said, in the name of Jesus, beat feet booger. No, he just started playing whatever music he was playing. That booger couldn't handle it. That evil spirit couldn't handle it. And he beat feet. Those frequencies run the booger off. Well, you know what? It makes sense to me that if some set of frequencies can run a booger off, some other set of frequencies can call a booger in, don't you reckon? That makes sense to you. And whatever stimuli that we are perceiving taken into our five senses and our brain processes it, as our brain processes it, we're transmitting a signal. Now, there's a thing in ham radio called a repeater. Now, I won't bel belabor a lot of everybody with my ham radio analogies, but believe me, that we're about frequencies tonight, so it's darn well relevant. It's good for, good for uh, an example. We're also like repeaters. Ham radio operators have got these boxes that set up on top of these mountains. And my little walkie-talkie won't talk to Knoxville from Dandridge. But my little walkie-talkie will talk from Dandridge to the top of the mountain. And then this repeater picks it up and retransmits it into Knoxville. So I can walk around here in the front yard with a little walkie-talkie and talk to somebody 70, 80, 90 miles away because of a repeater. Well, that's, our, well, that's what our brains do. Our brains pick up whatever stimuli we're processing and make a radio show out of it and transmit it into the great fifth dimension. we got to hold our thoughts in check, folks. We don't want to get uh, accused on Judgment Day of transmitting triple X material over into the angel's uh, signal picker-upper. <laughs> That's not going to be good for us. So we repeat it. We make it manifest, all these different frequencies we're picking up on. But good frequencies, oh man, look at the power. Run a booger off, didn't have to say a word, just pick it up and just start playing just calm frequencies. Now I don't mean calm like it's new age junk. 
because they what what the Satanists have done, and a lot of those New Age uh, uh, practitioners fully admit that they 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 allow themselves to channel whatever other entities it is to write that music. So don't you know? I don't care if they sing Jesus loves me on top of it or not. I could not care less about what the lyrics are. Uh, that music. Well, let's talk about music once again. It's powerful. It can make you feel good. It can make you feel bad. It can agitate you. I know that there's a type of music that when I hear it, I immediately get agitated. I don't think I have to tell you what that is. I don't even think it should be called music. But it is syncopated. It is very rhythmic. And it is so alien to my chromosomes that it just immediately agitates me. And I've got a pretty diverse repertoire of the music I listen to, folks, from Vivaldi to, to Mata Hoople, <laughs> George Jones. You know, I'm pretty, but there's some stuff I just, it, it just, it, it agitates me. Because whatever brain patterns that I have as my normal base brain patterns, that particular set of rhythms, of frequencies, don't jive with what my base brain patterns are. And, and it's agitating. There's other music that soothes me, and it does everybody. Uh, everybody's affected by different frequencies. And here's another example of how we're affected by frequencies. Many of the people that you witness on these uh, ghost hunter shows and and uh, booger chasing incorporateds and all that stuff on television you see once the investigation gets really really deep many of those people who say they've seen specters or things not all of them but many of them they find that they live under the power lines yep Booger chasers go in there and interview these people. Oh, Lord, we're seeing big old blue boogers fly out of the closet. And they got big ears and they tried to eat my baby. Yeah, and they go out in the yard and look straight up and there's 14 trillion kilovolts going right over their head. They've got a magnetic field like, you know, that's 200 yards wide and just unbelievably strong. And they wonder why the little electronic things in their brains are acting funny. Those people ain't seeing boogers. Those people are a product of an unhealthy electromagnetic field that is affecting their thoughts. And you know, the, the, the evil OWGers know how to interpret their thought, our thoughts, your thoughts, everybody's thoughts, if they can receive that data and demodulate it and get the information off of, off of the signal, which means read your mind, it also stands to reason that they could form some sort of uh, uh, transmitter of their own and put thoughts into our mind, doesn't it? Folks, I'll tell you what, this is a good place for us to take a break. And we come back, we'll talk just a little bit about not just you transmitting stuff out, honey. Somebody transmitting stuff in. We'll be right back. Are you itching? Are you scratching? Well, friends, I'm the old Hoppin' Mad Hillbilly from Hoppin' Mad Hillbilly Soap Company telling you this very day that it's not only the dry winter air that makes you scratch and dig and dig around on yourself all winter long with that dry skin. Folks, go to hoppinmadhillbilly.com and get hillbilly soap handmade just for you in the Smoky Mountains. Welcome back, my dear friends. You done messed up now. I'm telling you, you're tuned in to the Hoppin' Mad Hillbillies Radio Circus on the Air, Hillbilly Haint Show, and I'm your host, Chris Kirk. At least I was when this show began. Well, tonight we're talking about frequencies, and we've talked a little about reception uh, or, or transmission of our brain waves and where technology has brought us. And I hope I've got time in this show to, well, I may not. I may do a show on that altogether about the, the technology of evil, how it melds together at a point. But 
But we've reached a point now where I want to talk about your brain as a receiver. And your brain, if technology has gotten us to the point, and it has, to where our thoughts can be electronically read, they can read our minds, the brain has been mapped, then they can probably put stuff in our head. And in that, as a matter of fact, there's an example of that that's public knowledge. Most of this information, most of the information regarding this subject is certainly not public knowledge, but a little bit of it slipped out. There was probably a government co-opted thing where some company decided that uh, they wanted to see if they could sell ice cream in Las Vegas. And, of course, that's probably no hill for a climber anyway. But they set up a little transmitter across the street, and all the walkers by and the passers by and the tourists and all of them, they were beaming into their head, don't you want some ice cream? Boy, some ice cream be real good right now. And there was an ice cream shop nearby, and its business quadrupled for the two-day period that they did this test. Yep. Yeah, yeah, they can put stuff in your head. Doesn't it, you know, isn't it funny how something, <laughs> how Satan tries to get ahead of stuff. He tries to get ahead of the inevitable. Like, the Bible says that our weather's going to change in the last days. It ain't got a darn thing to do with my pickup truck, and anybody says it does, they're a liar, and the truth is not in them. But God told us in the Bible thousands of years ago that the world at near the end, the weather's going to change and all that stuff. But And the devil knows the Bible. Boy, he's a quoting son of a gun. So what does he do? Oh, gosh. If I don't, do, if I don't intervene here, when people see the weather change, more people will believe in God and I will lose souls, the devil would say. So the devil would say, quote, I'm going to get Al Gore to spread this big bunch of hooey that it's the pickup trucks and it's these evil American industrialists. Now, the Chinese pollution, the Chinese, that their pollution's good pollution. The Brazilians, their pollution is good pollution. But only these Christian Bible-loving clingers in America have bad pollution. We got to shut them down. Yeah. Well, he has promulgated and his minions this false narrative of it's man doing what God said was going to happen. Tries to, the devil tries to, get, tries to get ahead of the game, you know, sort of, sort of try to cut God off at the pass. Of course, it, it ain't going to work out that way in the end. We all read the end of the book. But, but he's always trying to get ahead of him. And uh, I think by knowing what we know about technology, and, and I really, folks, no kidding, if you have an opportunity, get on the Internet, and I say sometimes Google something. I, I wouldn't Google Dougal. Find some other search engine. Uh, those guys aren't our friends by any stretch of imagination, at least mine. But uh, do get on a search engine and look up these things that we talk about. If I, I hope to, I hope to thrill you a little bit about some of these weird topics with some of these weird topics we discuss. But I, I would rather intrigue you enough that that would make you want to dig and just by George see if I'm right or not. I'd love for you to, and I'd love for you to give me some feedback on it. You can go to hopmadhillbilly.com, give us some feedback on what you think of the show, and uh, if it's good, I'll repeat it, and if it ain't good, well, uh, I'll probably just delete it, <laughs> So, because I'm too old to put up with a bunch of, you know. But anyway, my brother and I, this is what I wanted to come back from the break with. My brother and I, uh, we, we argue about everything. He's my brother, and I love him. He loves me, but we, we argue, we disagree on everything. He's a highly, highly educated gentleman. My wife, more letters than the dead gym alphabet. I'm surrounded by all these letters, and all I got is a little old business degree. got me through life, and I got my house paid off, and that's a good degree to me. If you get your house paid off and you ain't dead, whoopee, it was a good degree. But it's just two little letters. 
but I'm surrounded by billions and billions of letters. I, you know, feels like Sesame Street in here. So we disagree on everything my brother and I do, and my wife and I disagree on most things too. There's something about staying in school too long, folks. <laughs> you know, when does education turn into indoctrination? Now, I'm not saying my brother and wife are indoctrinated, although they really are, but I'm not saying that on right here in front of God and everybody. But he and I disagree on just about everything. And and one of the things we disagree on is is communication. And, and that's what gets me to the receiver, the transmitter. If you allow yourself, well, let's put it this way. Some things you cannot avoid. Some signals you cannot avoid. But you, you're, you're a human of free will. So do you take that and chew on it? Amplify it, retransmit it at a higher level. Or do you, as we ham radio guys say, shunt it, send it to ground. It's gone. No retransmission. I'm not. I'm not going to get on my brother. Not going to do it. Uh, we just I was going to talk about something he and I disagree with, and that's you know it's it's a bad analogy anyway, so I'm going to put it another way. Since music can run off a haint, can run off, we know David ran an evil spirit off by just playing a harp. And we also have observed, I won't say we all know this, but we've observed the voodoo folks with that that syncopated, syncopated. You know that if good music can run off boogers, bad music can probably suck them in like a big old vacuum. And really, my brother doesn't have anything to do with any of this evil stuff. I'm just making, going more to the point. Chanting. I've read study after study, and this goes way back to when I was playing with the electroencephalograph, that chanting highly influences your state of mind and those very electronic radio frequency signals, those wavelengths that are going on in your brain. Yeah. Wouldn't you think that if those same frequencies, those musical frequencies affect your brain, you know that some music makes you feel good. As I said a while ago, some makes you feel agitated. I think I went off on a little tangent there because that music, just it, just even the thought of it, it's just like, I wish I didn't have it in my culture so I never, ever had to experience it. It's like fiberglass. You know, I think myself pretty old tough boy until I get around fiberglass. I'm the biggest dang sissy you ever seen around fiberglass. Lord, I hate that stuff. So, so I'd rather just not even deal with it. I think I am going to get on my brother because I, I, I need to use this to make a point. He and I have recently had a discussion, and, and we've had it several times before, about knowledge, communication. He is of the school that all knowledge is good. I disagree. I say that there is such a thing as brain pollution. Uh, he retorts with, Sometimes with things like, well, Adolf Hitler burned books. He didn't like information either. Well, I'm not talking about that. I'm no book burner. But I do know that I've seen things, heard things in my life, read things, and and experienced things that I truly wish that I could take some kind of magical eraser and go down deep in my brain and erase that pollution. And I think the Bible supports my argument. All knowledge is not good. I don't have any desire to know how those Pizzagate freaks operate. 
No, I don't want to know that. It's more brain pollution. I went to my buddy's house one day and said, I want to watch a movie here. And I picked up this tape, and he said, you don't want to watch that? And I said, yeah, man, it looks like a good horror movie. He said, that ain't no horror movie, boy. I said, yeah, Faces of Death. Man, that's going to be a scary one. He said, Chris, I know you, and you don't want to see that. I'm like, it's a horror movie. I didn't want to see that. He told me he knew me well enough to know I didn't want to see that. And by George, he was right. I've got brain pollution. There were things in that movie that are now embedded into my brain that I retransmitted, by the way, while I watched it. And even if I allow myself to think of it, I'm retransmitting it again into the angelic realm outside of the Baptist box. Whoa. So all knowledge isn't good, and I'll stand by that argument until Jesus comes over here across the lake. I live west of the lake, by the way. <laughs> so when he comes in the east, you know that's why that's why you get buried facing east, right? So when Jesus comes, you pop up out of that grave, you're looking right at him. That's why good Christians are buried facing the east right there. I messed up one of my kitty cats out here and aimed him west. Boy, I'm sorry about that. I may dig him up and turn him around. But anyway, <laughs> I want to cover some ground here, and, I, and I've allowed myself to, to go off on a couple of tangents. Uh, one is that music, but it's relevant to frequencies because that boom-shicky-boom-shicky, boom, and maybe not even boom-shicky-boom-shicky, boom, but there is clinical studies, there have been clinical studies that show that certain rhythms, mostly syncopated rhythms, put your brain in a place that it wouldn't be there without those syncopated rhythms. Now, there's another thing, and oh, forgive me, folks. Mom, I'm so sorry of using ham radio, but it's frequency night. And boy, that's why I love doing this show tonight. So I'll use ham radio again. An antenna, you have the best radio in the world. And the guy on the other side of the world can have the best radio in the world. He can have the best antenna in the world. And you've got an antenna that's not tuned right. Guess what? You don't pick up. If your antenna's not tuned to the frequency that you want your radio to. In other words, your radio and your antenna have to be tuned to the same frequency. Your antenna has to be resonant to the signals that it receives. Chanting puts your mind in a resonant frequency to the transmit, transmitted signals which come in from outside the Baptist box. And yes, there is clinical evidence of that. Now, yes, the clinical evidence does come from Duke University, home of the, uh, I think, the only place in the world you can get a Ph.D. in uh, booger studies, <laughs> but... But they've got evidence of that. There is no transfer of information without resonance. And these Eastern religions are all about that om, om. You do that enough. And even if you're just as right-wing, flag-waving, gun-clinging Baptist as I am, you'll realize that there are some physiological changes that begin to occur in your body and in your brain and the way you think and breathe and stuff when you start doing that own stuff. You find me some good fire-breathing Pentecostal preacher that goes to yoga. Yeah, I bet you don't find me one. I bet you don't. Now, you might find some artificial Christians that go in there and get on that mat, go on Sunday and say they love Jesus, and go on Monday and ohm and let the boogers come in their head, get them some evil brain pollution, because they possibly, not definitely, I'm not saying definitely, but they have possibly put themselves in a resonant state to receive stuff that is unauthorized. God says, don't talk to the dead. Oh, that was Saul, by the way, I was trying to think of a while ago. David and Saul. Saul thought David's going to kill him, and that's what the whole tension was about in the room. 
And that's why David grabbed that harp over there and commenced to playing, you know, calm down, oh Saul. Please don't kill me, <laughs> you know. And it drove the bugger right out of old Saul, and he run like, you know, he left. So there's biblical evidence. There's clinical evidence. You've probably got uh, uh, evidence in your own life where there's been a baby squalling somewhere with a colic, and they won't let you have paragoric anymore. Give them a little spoonful and shut them little hurting varmints up. No! No, crack's okay, methamphetamine's okay, but a little paragoric for a baby's stomach, we don't make that anymore. Oh, well, great. Boy, you talk about straining gnats and swallowing camels. My granny sure was right about these days. We don't want to put ourselves in resonance with some bad stuff. You go to YouTube right now and type in, uh, 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 chanting and they'll start naming frequencies well uh 117 megahertz uh will help you lose weight so they'll teach you to go and then they say well if you're trying to find you a new boyfriend that's 213 hertz you'll find that there now do i believe that bunch of garbage do I believe that uh, that I could hum a certain tune and somebody give me a new car? Well, no. But I know without any reservations that chanting and many other things put your brain in a state that is resonant outside of its normal conscious state. You know, the Bible doesn't, you know, it talks bad about drunks, talks bad about people that talk to the dead, talks bad about what's that... Uh, what was it Jesus said about all that repetitious praying that that vain repetition? Jesus didn't like that worth a darn. Don't do that, he said. Don't do that. You know, and I didn't hear Jesus say a whole lot of don't do that. He wasn't real big on the don't do that. So when he comes out with a don't do that, we really shouldn't do that. Vain repetition, that and and the way he answered it was something to the effect that that it's just vain, it's empty. But there, but there, the word of God. I mean, he's God. He's God for goodness sakes. You know, there's more meaning to it than that obvious little thin layer of veneer that we stupid humans pick up. You know, there's another meaning there, saying be careful and don't be resonant. To W-D-E-V-L. On the other side of the gulf over there. Don't be resonant. Don't tune your radio to Satan's broadcast. Because he doesn't have anything to say that's going to help you get to heaven. One of the main things about this show is, like I say, to hopefully entertain you a little bit. And maybe you can laugh with us and have some fun. But one of the things I really want to do with this show, it, it, it's, it's to warn people of those things that we are going to have to do battle with or hopefully just avoid the darn things. We don't want to, like I said before, we're going to have to experience evil in our lives. It's going to come our way. And the more you try to do right, the more it's going to come. You know, if you're... If you're living wrong, the devil ain't got any. He don't fix what ain't broke. The devil ain't that stupid. If everything's going away just the way he wants it, he ain't gonna mess with you. You may feel the nudge of God, but God don't whack you around like the devil does. You start living right, and you got problems for a little while. But you stay on your knees, and God'll run that stuff off and give you the protection you need, so it's not so bad. But this ain't no this ain't no bowl of cherries. This life we live. But God doesn't want us to be resonant with these other things. I'm not saying that all these frequencies are evil. But I'm saying there is no way as a human being trapped in a body, living in a four-dimensional world that we've been stuck in and told very explicitly to stay in there. You know, when the angels left their first estate, boy, that got 
God really torqued. He wants people's people, entities, his creations to stay where they belong and thrive there, but stay where they belong. So when they came in, he got mad. We try to go out, try to talk to dead people. He gets mad. He don't like that. And that's not my opinion. This is biblical. And again, I invite you to look up what I profess to be truth on the Internet. And moreover, look it up in your Bible. But please use an old Bible. Don't get a massaged Bible. If you're going to call me on anything and, and, and call my hand on anything, don't call me up and say, and say to me, in the new one world satanic Bible, it says you're wrong, Chris. Well, I'll just hang up on you. I won't read your email. Just give me an old Bible and tell me I'm wrong out of an old Bible, and then maybe you can convince me that I've been wrong. But, but these massage propagandist books, and you see, like I said last week, folks, God, God wants you to stay on track because he knows that you only have to be nudged off, you know, nudged off a little bit, and you miss that little skinny gate. You might be tuned in to one of Satan's frequencies, and he's broadcasting something to get you off just one little bit too much so you can't get through the skinny gate. These people think they have it all dialed in that 107 megahertz makes you makes your hair pretty and 1400 megahertz or or hertz you can't sing 1400 megahertz that'd be so pretty high singing <laughs> but they've got it all dialed in where these certain frequencies do do different things and I think they're dead wrong on what they suppose they do but they are dead right in that they do do something they do affect themselves with this chanting with, and, and with praying. This, this repetitious prayer, this vain, repetitious prayer. Your brain waves are changing. You're transmitting something you probably shouldn't be transmitting. And you're putting your antenna, your brain, your receiver in resonance with things that you don't know that you need to be receiving or not. You know, it comes to mind right this very minute that the passage in the Bible that says, we see through a glass darkly, that could not only be an explanation of the situation that we now find ourselves in in this four-dimensional world, but it could also be construed as a command. See through the glass darkly. The Bible also says, search the scriptures, dig for truth. You know, Jesus died for our sins and we're all going to heaven. That's milk. That's for children. Once you get past that, you need to start acting like an adult and start digging in this word and observing your surroundings and find out the truth. God wants you to do that. But as far as this place outside the Baptist box where a lot of bad frequencies are going on. That's off limits. That's truth we can't stand. Boy, uh, uh, Tom Cruise uh, was rather prophetic there, wasn't he? You can't handle the truth. Well, we can't. How many of those prophets in the Bible when they saw an angel hit the ground dead, boy? Pow! They couldn't handle the truth either. And since we can't handle the truth, and God knows that, by George, we better be careful of what we let come in our head. Folks, I've got to wrap this up, and it all comes to a culmination right after this. Are you itching? Are you scratching? Well, friends, I'm the old Hoppin' Mad Hillbilly from Hoppin' Mad Hillbilly Soap Company telling you this very day that it's not only the dry winter air that makes you scratch and dig and dig around on yourself all winter long with that dry skin. Folks, go to hoppinmadhillbilly.com and get hillbilly soap handmade just for you in the Smoky Mountains. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Chris Kirk, and you've done messed up again. You've tuned in to the Radio Circus on the Air, Hoppin' Mad Hillbillies 
Hillbilly Haint Show. I'm your host, Chris Kirk. As I say, haven't changed one little bit since the last time you heard me a minute ago. Uh, we're talking tonight about Satan's frequencies, and we've, we've talked about uh, our brains and what uh, the fact that they are radio transceivers. They transmit, they receive. You know, it's really funny. You read the Bible, and in today's, through through a lens of modern technology, and you, you can really see when God was talking about he knew our heart, and now we know that there are brain cells in the heart muscle. And all these things are coming out now that the, the more you know about the discoveries, that instead of disproving the Bible, they reinforce it at every turn. When God tells us to keep our thoughts in check, he doesn't want us retransmitting or repeating garbage. Uh, When he says, uh, uh, don't talk to dead people, uh, don't chant, don't don't do vain repetitious prayers, you do that for a few minutes, and I promise you, you'll feel different. I didn't say better or worse. But you'll feel different. It'll prove it to you that that stuff changes you, changes your brain waves, put your brain in resonance with things that you don't know that you don't know if you want to pick up those signals or not. We can't discern that. We don't have supernatural discernment. So God just says, "Don't tune your radio off the channel. You got a radio? I got it tuned to Jesus." Don't turn that dial. But people all over the world turn the dial just to see what they can pick up. They smoke a little methamphetamine, see if they can pick up a different channel. They can. Oh, man. They're going to pick up another channel. Go ahead and steal your neighbor's lawnmower, and you can sell it. You deserve it, and you can buy more meth. Yeah, you'll pick up all kind of groovy things. God knows that. So God says, don't turn the dial. Stay tuned into my channel. You don't need poison. All information is not good to have. I know. I'll get another email or Facebook post from my brother calling me Adolf Hitler the book burner. But I'm not a book burner. I wouldn't want to burn books. Even if the information is there, stored somewhere, for some unforeseen future situation where it might be needed for the good of mankind, great, keep the book, store it, but I don't want to store it in my head. It won't help me get to heaven. It won't help me help my fellow man. It won't help me earn a living. It won't help me feel better. And it certainly in no way will help me have a better spiritual peace. Therefore, it's brain pollution. Satan's frequency has been surmised to be of a certain wavelength, a specific wavelength. I don't recall what I read that wavelength was. But suffice to say that people are interested enough about Satan and communing with him and communicating with him that they've worked diligently, spent a lot of time, effort, money, hard work, sweat to try to figure out how to talk to him directly And there are people at these colliders that say that that very thing has happened. Now, I'm not sure how the collider ties in with the communication part, but I do know that supposedly, and it's been told by some ex-employees of Hadrian, that some things have been released in there from this outside-the-Baptist-box world into the Baptist box. Frequencies. Physiological frequencies that can change the physiology of a human being or a dog 
almost any living creature. You know, they say you can play good music to a, to a house plant and it'll grow better. I believe that. I know that uh, I can get a feral cat to come to me when nobody else can because of the tone of my voice. I've had so darn many of them little mouse crushers that I'm like the cat whisperer over here. But I can get a feral cat to come with, come to me based on voice intonation, tonality. We're affected by frequencies, folks. Man, oh man. And you see, I referred to our brain as a repeater. It is also a transducer. And, and a transducer is, a, is a, a device that takes one kind of energy and turns it into another. Like uh, a phonograph needle is a transducer. You, you drop that record needle down in that record groove and it vibrates it back and forth. That's physical energy. But it, there's a magnet and a coil tied to the other end of that needle. And when that needle physically vibrates, it pulls the coil and the magnet across each other and creates an alternating electrical signal that is syncopathic with the music coming off the record. So it's a transducer. Your brain is also a transducer. Since we've established in the early part of this show that our brains transmit and receive radio signals, but our brains also receive audio signals, video signals, tactile signals, but all of that data, all of that stimuli, as it's gathered into our brain, becomes ultimately radio signals. In other words, when you, when you touch a piece of Velcro with your finger, it, it makes the trip. It goes from the nerve endings in your finger all the way up your arm, in your head, turns into thought patterns, which turn into RF, radio frequency, so the feeling of that Velcro underneath your finger has transmitted itself into a radio frequency. And that's a whole wondrous thing, isn't it? Anything or anybody that can pick up those frequencies in your brain know that you've touched, you've, you've touched Velcro. They know what you're thinking. They know every individual bit of stimuli that's coming into your brain based on interpreting your brain waves, which they can now pick up. Satan can pick them up, too. I had an old preacher tell me something wrong once. And maybe he was right when he said it, but he's wrong now. He said, well, only the Lord can read your mind. Well, he, was, he may have been right then, but he's wrong now. James Clapper can read your mind, for goodness sakes. Certainly doesn't take the devil. All the devil's got to do is hack the government computers. Bang, he can read your mind. <laughs> Folks, I want to take one more little break here while I've got a minute. And, and I'm glad we're getting to the point to wrap this up. It all comes down to this. Matter of fact, let's just skip this break. Uh, let, let, let's, let me just go through this. We've talked tonight about Satan's frequency, about possibly God's frequency. You know, they're picking up strange frequencies from space now, that SETI, that search for extraterrestrial intelligence. They're picking up strange signals all over again, certain microbursts from some part of the sky they'd never received anything from. It's quite intriguing if you're an amateur astronomer. But they're picking up all kind of different radio frequencies that, that form patterns, and that sort of alludes to intelligence, you see. Well, uh, I don't think we ought to be talking to them buggers because I don't want any company. Do you want some company? I don't want that kind of company. Even even Stephen Hawkins says, you know, I wouldn't be transmitting nothing to them things. You don't know who the heck you're talking to. But still, we do it. For the quest of knowledge. Like my brother, all knowledge is good, even if it comes down here and eats your butt. Yeah. Well, all knowledge ain't good, boys and girls. I'm telling you, as sure as I'm sitting here, there is such a thing as brain pollution. And you got to keep your radio dial tuned off Satan's frequencies. Oh, the sum of those frequencies are wonderful. 
the music that David played must have been wonderful, wonderful frequencies to run a, a evil spirit off, and without a word being spoken, just just the tones, the frequencies themselves. But there are police reports all over from all over the world of where people that have delved into transcendental meditation, which is a type of self-hypnosis, which is also a type of restructuring the brain waves, you're consciously, consciously restructuring your brain waves. There are reports from all over the world that people that do this, some people that do this, they go mad. While they are in that resonant, open state, you know, my grandpa once said, or he didn't once say it, he said it frequently, don't be so open-minded that your brains fall out. But these people put their mind in this, I'll receive anything mode. And some of them go nuts, clinically insane. Some of them have developed emotional problems that they never recuperate from. There are reports of people have gone blind by self-hypnosis or by receiving some signal that was sent to them by something that really doesn't love them like God does. Don't turn that dial. You've read your Bible, and you understand an accurate paraphrase. Once the Lord has you tuned into His frequency, does it sound like a a biblical statement in modern vernacular and I don't much like that I like the original lingo so it can't be messed up but I think this is pretty accurate I think the Lord would say you're tuned into the right channel don't touch that dial because you know he don't like backsliders much Because once he's got you tuned in, backsliding, that's no good. So don't turn off the channel. Once you're all dialed in, don't turn off the channel. Folks, we got to go. We love you and the Lord loves you. Hope you got something out of this tonight. Be careful what frequencies you put in your head, folks. It goes straight to your spirit. We'll see you next week. Hope we got you some good info this evening. Good night, everybody.